<laughs> Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Nasha, and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me today for the first time in five fucking weeks. Oh my god, what a part time baller! This girl is on a absolute max contract, the Dennis Rodman contract. Come in when you want. Leave when you want. <laughs> but a podcast not the same without her. Welcome to the show. I, I'm, I'm talking to you like a guest instead of a co-founder, but she is the co-founder. Tandy Sabanda, how's it going? I feel yeah. like you have been waiting to do this. Like you have had this in for a while. Guys, the reason why I wasn't coming back is me and Yasha actually had a... Me and Yasha had a deal, and the deal was, as long as he keeps that gross beard, I'm not coming on the podcast. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> and there you go. No beards, and here, here Tandy is. Here so he is. I, I, you know, I, I, I sacrifice looking like someone who is of age, just so I could get my co-founder back on the pod. But look, thank you for coming back. Um and mm -hmm. look, someone we're also proud to have. I feel like the, oh this gosh. guest has probably not been on as long as Tandy's not been on, but it's it's actually been even <laughs> it's been even longer. We're so happy to have. He's just been glad handling and enjoying the perks of the Miami sunshine and paddock. Uh, it is one of the best football analysts in the world and one of our favourite content creators, whether that's on football, whether that's on on, uh, on F1 as well, Mr. Mm -hmm. Darius Butler is back in the building. How's it going? Hey, man, I appreciate, appreciate you guys having me back. I came back on the right day. Uh, I see mm -hmm. a good day to come back. Day after Miami <laughs> Grand Prix, obviously. Uh, it's good yeah. to be back with, with the family, though. Oh, no. We super appreciate it. We super appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, let me just quickly say, if you guys, if you're watching this, mm -hmm. make sure to give us a like and a subscribe. If you are yep, listening to yep. this on Spotify, give us a five-star review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give an Apple Podcast review. Remember, if you want an ad-free stream, we have the Patreon links down below where there's exclusive content and merch. Darius. Yo, yo. There was a lot of talk about Miami before Miami. Uh, before the Grand Prix um, in terms of the, the experience for people there. And I think especially the experience of the higher end of things um, from last year. And I guess some of the ticket sales from this year being, well, looking like they were down given the emails that they were sending out. But I guess mm -hmm. you can't beat the... Uh, the analysis or the experiences of people who are there on the ground. So from your mm. point of view, uh, as someone who went in 2022, if I'm not mistaken, yep. Yep. Um, how was it, I guess, in 2023, uh, you know, the second one, were things improved? Did you still have a great time? It looked like you had a great time looking at your socials. Yeah. I definitely wasn't jealous whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but um, how was yeah? How was your Miami GP experience? It, it was uh, it was awesome. And if I had to compare it to last year, I'd definitely say it was better. Obviously, last year was the the first year, um, but I think it was better, a better overall experience. I know getting in and out of the stadium, uh, where they yeah. kind of had the team set up inside the stadium on the field like their headquarters down there that experience they did down there uh was awesome uh obviously it's miami so very very pricey 
<laughs> definitely not inclusive from that standpoint. You know, everything was an arm and a leg down there. Uh, but as far as the overall experience, I thought it was great. I know a lot of people have been complaining about the race. Uh, I thought the race was pretty good as well. It was kind of what I think we all expected as far as, you know, Red Bull fighting up front. Uh, mm -hmm. But I felt like it was a lot of overtakes. Uh, I felt like the crowd was into it. Uh, hit, getting the driver intros with LL Cool J, which, you know, it was hot as hell out there. I know the drivers probably didn't love it, but I thought that was kind of fun to see uh, who the fans liked and who they didn't necessarily like. That was interesting mm -hmm. to see as well. Um, but, but the overall experience for me uh, was 10 out of 10. Uh, I, I oh, loved wow. it. And uh, compared to last year, I think it was better, and I think it will continue uh, to get a little better um, each, each year it comes down here. I uh, know, love to see it. Uh, uh, Tandy, oh, yeah. as as yeah. as someone who you like the finer things in life, you are uh, you know you're, 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 you know, and that's I, I say that as you a compliment. I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to get you. Like you are. I put someone. you on. Yeah, right. My life has improved since I met you in enjoying the finer things in life. Yeah. Um, um, I've always kind of said personally. That yeah. Miami isn't some isn't a race that I would want to. I feel kind of FOMO, but I I felt a little bit of FOMO this year. Um, Do you know what but, it is, um, Nyasha? I feel, feel like yeah. I feel like you felt you you felt pro FOMO in particular because you're obviously like a larger fan of Formula One than I am, even though it's all equal. I feel like obviously when we used to talk about like gps all the time it was like okay we have the small podcast we have a small following but this time around it was like wait a minute that's my mate wait a minute there's darius wait a minute he was on the pod yeah. last week and it's like it's now yeah. like you know the same people in your same class so i don't blame you for feeling fomo but i'm not gonna lie though miami looks fun and i've been saying mm. it to my housemates where it's basically because in the politest way, not to offend the Americans. You know, I, I, I love the Americans. <laughs> <clears throat> to assimilate Formula One into America, they've had to find a third party. They've had to find a PayPal. So the PayPal with this is inviting people who are into other sports in America, like American football. You know, you had... Mm -hmm. Who was the, the American football player that they had up in Alpine? Was it Alpine? Uh, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's probably a lot of Miami Dolphins. Um, exactly. Players, and they had, oh, and they uh, had uh, like... Uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Derek, oh, Tyreek Hill. That's it. Yeah, Tyreek oh, Hill. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. were doing the um, thing. The, it's a um, simulation. Yeah. 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 You can't completely like throw war on these Americans and say like, listen, this is Formula One. You've got to make it relatable. You've got to throw Shaq in there. You know, you've got to have <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. You know, mm -hmm. you just got to yeah. mix it in. So. LL Cool J. <laughs> LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel like they always roll out someone who's like iconically black. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll talk about I... that later. Am I, am I <laughs> sorry? And uh, Tandy, you're a hip hop historian. Darius, you probably know. Is LL Cool mm. J from Miami? No, like, LL, LL is from... No, you are a Jay-Z fan, what the hell? No, no, no he's from New York, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm just cool making sure. like, you'll never be LL Cool J. Come on. <laughs> I know. Come on. I know, in, in my mind, so that's why I was like, I yeah. was trying to figure out it felt so random. Like, no, but I knew you know what? I, I'm with, us having I all the like, knowledge... Uh, 
us mm. having all the knowledge in like obviously black culture we're a bit like what the hell it just feels like they've got anyone to <laughs> shuck and jive in front of everyone and they always get a big black guy to shuck and jive but we'll talk about that later in it however for like the average joe the small-minded seeing icons he might as well have had snoop dogg there do you know what i mean just american icons that people be like, oh my god Correct. there's the guy from CSI. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. I forgot he was on CSI. He was there big. But I, I thought, I thought, I thought, look, we could have had Pitbull. I thought we could have had DJ Khaled mm-hmm. who was there. Mr. Worldwide. You know, these guys are from Miami. I don't know how big their brand is, you know, worldwide. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I would assume they were bigger than L.O. Cool J right Kodak now. Kodak Black. Yeah. Oh, it's Mr. Worldwide. Kodak. I mean, Kodak. what more could you Kodak. want? Yeah. <laughs> no Kodak. I don't think Kodak. you're going to put no Kodak. 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> you guys don't want... Well, well, I'm just sniper gang Kodak. You guys don't want sniper gang Kodak at the... No, I don't want. I don't want someone with his rap sheet. Or I do. Please, we're not promoting that. So, um, um, <laughs> Darius, getting away from Danny. Um, <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. With the um, obviously that that random part of it. I guess. Look, let's talk about it now quickly because I spoke about it, and there was definitely um, uh, there was definitely uh, a lot of talk around it beforehand mm. and i know tandy you've touched on it when we a little bit when we spoke about megan at um mm-hmm. at austin last year i think we spoke about simone at, at monaco uh, last year so meg was 2021 uh darius as yep. someone who maybe you're on the other side of the fence a little bit in that because of your stature and because of the job that you have and because of the connections that you have that you're able to attend Grand Prix and maybe you might be gifted experiences at Grand Prix mm-hmm. or you might be able to access areas which, let's say, the average fan may not be able to access. And I guess especially as well as like a as someone from America, relatively new fan to the sport, but also you're ingrained in you know American sport and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. What What's your thoughts? There was a lot of chat about influences at the Grand Prix and 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 um uh a lot of um a lot of people seem to be upset that there was a lot of influencer access to F1 experiences where you know they wouldn't necessarily uh-huh. maybe know know much about the sport. Um do you see I mean how how do you feel about how F1 has tried to market the Miami Grand Prix I guess as like an asp- as Vincenzo said a, an aspirational thing almost like a Coachella of sport mm. like I want to be there not necessarily because I want to go and see racing although I do want to see racing but I want to go for the experience and the luxury and the and the celebrities I mean is that necessarily a bad thing in your eyes Uh I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing but you know at the end of the day it's about money you know money talks and as far as bringing the eyes and the attention and um on the flip side we've done it with uh with american football you know my rookie year we went and played a game in london and you know they would Mm. have certain things that would be going on and a lot of the fans in there you know they had on whatever jersey they cheered for both teams every time somebody did something it didn't necessarily know exactly what was going on but Hey, it was still a great environment, and we were bringing the game, and now we're playing in Germany. You're playing in Mexico City. You're playing all over the world. So you're trying to uh, spread the game around, and you know with Liberty Media, 
you know, since uh, they bought F1 and, you know, the, the success with the Drive to Survive series, I was actually able to attend um, this thing for Wall Street Journal, which I uh, had, you know, nice. uh, Jay Leno was hosting it, but Will Buck I met Will Buxton, Buxton was there. I saw um, that, yeah. Yeah, Brockheimer, <laughs> the, the, the guys, so they're doing this movie, obviously Brad Pitt, they're going to have an 11 mm. team on the grid, they're going to have a real F1 car, so... If you if you think you're mad at it now, you're gonna be way it's gonna be more, way more upset in a couple of years, especially when this movie comes out. But I get it from the standpoint of you know not only getting the people who are a true fan of the sport, um, but also kind of getting those people on the borderline or some people who just want to go to a, a bougie you know uh, fantastic event, and it still is you know the pinnacle of motorsports and all these things, and they still uh, maintain that status. And I don't know about everyone else, but for the most part, and a lot of people I know. Um, F1 is still a very much pay-to-play type of situation. So um, mm -hmm. while there are people, I'm sure, once you do have a certain type of stature, there are people who are gifted certain things. But a lot of people, um, it may not be the money coming out of their pocket, but someone else will be putting that bill, some other company. It may be Nike or it may be you know, ESPN or whatever. And I think they should be doing more of that, honestly, to get these people in those doors to say, hey, you know, DJ Khaled is that, you know, he's here or Tom Brady or these guys, because that does bring extra eyes to the sport. And, um, you know, I know people, it, there is a lot of gatekeeping with real Formula <laughs> One fans. And you bump into them here and there. Oh, what are you? You're one of those drive and survive people, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And, and we'll <laughs> <Wow. go> what? <laughs> hey, let me get the them again. Yeah, it's it's definitely beef, though, you know. But as long as you get there, you know, however you get the person there, uh, I watched the race on ESPN first, and really the lead-up to the race is what kind of uh, sucked me into it because, you know, seeing the, the different stories and different drama and, you know, which mm. teams have been good and which team is struggling and, you know, which who are the up-and-coming, who are the rookies, all these different stories, and then actually seeing the race play out, the strategy, everything involved, the danger of it. Um, even though it's gotten much more safe over the years, very similar to football. Um, all, and then the business, all of the money from the outside. That's in interesting to me, the business of, you know, Rolex yeah. and Aramco and crypto mm -hmm. and all these different things, entities that are in involved. Um, so those, mm -hmm. it's a bunch of reasons why I enjoy it. But when you get down to the racing of it, um, that's, that's also awesome as well. And that was, Miami, the cleanest race I've seen thus far. I know a lot of drivers are complaining about the surface yeah. and the tracking, but I don't. I can't remember one yellow flag, one safety car, virtual safety, or anything. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, unbelievable think, uh, from that standpoint. I, I think it was the first race, Mario. If you can double check, I think it was the first race since twenty twenty one where all twenty cars have finished the race. So wow, uh, I think that the thing that shows, uh, and, and especially in a world where the cost of racing is not great, we're always kind of wanting or expecting a safety car of some mm -hmm. sort to spice things up and that didn't that didn't happen before we get into race tandy is there anything that you wanted to say i guess on like the gatekeeping side of f1 and i guess you know as obviously you've watched the sport a lot longer than most yeah but i guess we also have a lot you have a lot more of i guess but you're very in tune with like popular culture and influence culture your job you know you, you've worked yeah this kind i of mean thing, so. um I don't like obviously I watched your your clip that you put up yesterday, Yasha. And it is true, like 
every time you will be approached by a brand to take you on this trip. So whether you're a beauty influencer, you've just been asked, right, get this, wear this new makeup, go to the Miami GP. You haven't been asked. It's not your duty to know about the races. Like you, you've just kind of gone as a brand. Mm. So sometimes people are working and they're just working at the Miami GP. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't think that we should be mad that... Um, you know, people who are influencers, who are celebs, get invited and get better tickets than us. Like, it's naturally, it's been through history. Like, you've just got to look at the back in the Senna days. Senna used to bring in royalty. He was the mm. one bringing in all wow. the celebrities. He was bringing movie stars. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's true. It's just, it just comes up Formula Even One. Even if you go maybe... back to, like, James Hunt and that, like, yeah. who they love. Like, do you know what I mean? Honestly. Like, yeah, no, it's a really good point. Yeah, and... um yeah, and I honestly, I feel like it had lost that bit of glamour, obviously, for a very long time. Like, you weren't really seeing people who people were interested in, like LL Cool J, or do you know what I mean? So, and obviously Lewis was bringing people in. That was cool. I liked seeing ASAP Rocky in the paddock. Mm. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so... especially for a lot of Americans here where, what, Logan is the only American born yeah. driver i believe and he was yeah. a you know, south florida kid as well so you mm -hmm. gotta bring those other people until you know andretti gets on the grid at least there you go we will see no <laughs> all very good all very good points mm. and and i think uh there'll definitely be some kind of movement i think the deadline for new teams to submit their stuff is monday the 15th uh which is next week so literally next wow. week and then they'll know they'll know by mid-july uh i think we saw andrei lucky yeah andrei lucky sons um and and i think there was someone else um our deep equal gp sorry there's another one that's like um uh wow, Mario's saying two thousand five Italian GP, all twenty cars finished. All I... twenty cars finished. There yeah. you go. It is coming yeah. as like the safest one thus far, one. to be honest. Yeah, no, no, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, no, it's crazy. I haven't, I haven't seen that for a minute. So I wouldn't um, mind taking like a, a a bike ride on the Miami track. Seems a bit safe. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It seems fine. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like get past uh, the beach. <laughs> oh, I mean, it only gets used once a year, so you know there it's you plenty of time. Come on down. <laughs> it's literally in the car park, isn't it? Like of the of the stadium. Yeah, it's in the car park oh. of the Hard Rock Stadium, and um, that's why they've got all the. Mm -hmm. Were you on the pitch then? Uh, in did you get to go onto the into the bit where they're they're on the pitch? Yeah, I did on the um on the, where they had all the different team uh, yeah. setups. Uh, Alpha yeah. Romeo was the team that kind of hosted me um, this year, so nice. had a chance to to go in their garage. This is the most access I've had personally. We couldn't take pictures or anything in there because you know all that stuff is top course, secret. Sensitive. But mm -hmm. to yeah to see you know how uh, intricate it is, like all the details, all the data. Like it was literally just a whole row of just computers with all this information. Um, seeing everybody you know, all the different mechanics and everyone kind of getting ready before the race and kind of how similar it is to like a football locker room before the game starts. Um, the different engines, you know, how the car, like I, you know, I think the car just gets shipped, it shows up, it go, like it literally shows up in different parts and then it's pieced together as it arrives in Miami. And then uh, when race day gets there, they actually, that's the only time they ship kind of the spare engines back. So kind of just seeing all the different ins and outs of, um, you know, how, every, how the, the sausage is made, um, so to say, was awesome yeah. to see. And then the drivers, I felt like this sport, um, more than any other sport I've seen at least, like like the drivers are just walking by, like just just like, yeah. you know, once you were in the kind mm. of that, that VIP area, I guess, like it was just like, yeah. oh shit, that was Lando. That was, now, they all walk so fast. 
Thank, but like, damn. you know, when Lewis walks by, it's like it's like a crowd and like every you just feel it a little more. <laughs> but I mean, and they're kind of small too, but they just boop, boop, boop. I'm like, oh shit, that's Alex, that's him. And they're all pretty cool, pretty nice. Um, but that was interesting as well, just the overall access, I feel, and how close you can actually get to the drivers and the, the garages and all those things. Um, you know, football, basketball, you know, maybe if you're like courtside or something pregame, you can get that type of access. But um, that was uh, interesting as well. And, cool. and, and once again, you pay to play. So once you pay and get whatever type of access, I guess mm -hmm. they want you to feel you're as much as part of the event um, yeah. as possible. No, that's uh, that's incredible stuff. Well, look, we're gonna mm -hmm. let's get into the race um, right. itself, Tandy. Yeah. Um. Do you know what? Tell me your takeaway from the race in general. I guess. Um. What did I say to you before? When before off the camera, I said, "Nyasha, I'm bored." <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be bored. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so bored with Formula One. Do you know what? Like, I mean, I definitely my takeaway from Saturday evening was this is definitely um Checo's chance to prove a lot. Yeah. I feel like this last was his last weekend to prove that maybe he has a chance in winning. And it was definitely a make or break weekend for him. And unfortunately, it was a break situation and yeah. it just upsets me to see Checo do like, um, like after race, um, interview interviews and like literally just blaming on like, Oh, my medium tires were weak. And then you get like Max just come on and be like, Oh, like our strategy was discussed yesterday afternoon. I always knew I was going to win. <laughs> they're lying to you, Checo baby. <laughs> <laughs> babes they're lying to you so like make it make sense because he knows something you don't and at this point it's not even interesting to watch sorry to bring <sighs> the mood down <laughs> yeah it's okay <laughs> that was just but, like i had a great uh, time the uh, race was great <laughs> It was interesting to me because uh -huh. I, I thought Sergio, I thought Checo had a real chance in winning it. Mm -hmm. um, it was Checo's crowd. It was a home crowd. He got the loudest exactly, ovation. Yeah. You know, Lewis, Lewis probably got the loudest, and Checo was really? kind of right there. Obviously, Max got booed. Um, Logan Sargent got a decent cheer, obviously being a South Florida kid. But um, mm -hmm. the race, I, I thought the race, I, I, it was kind of what I expected, honestly. Um, I want to know but how, how does this Red Bull domination compare to the Mercedes domination and it was for that stretch because I missed I missed that stretch I missed the you know seven world championships um, row should have okay. been eight but how does this compare was that boring as obviously we're fans of that team, the, the thing was about, that boring as well or no the thing about the Mercedes domination I think what I particularly liked was the fact that every time we had a Mercedes win it didn't feel like we weren't left combobulated thinking how was that a win we were like that was a clear win this is this is somebody with strategy this is a team with a great strategy this is a team that is unbeatable with a great car and they have gone over and they've pushed other people out who have equally great strategies however this time it just feels like there's one person in the race and what's obviously red bull had a start to their winning streak that wasn't the best and then we kind of thought okay new year let's see if they're actually a champion team let's actually see if these guys are worth celebrating and this it almost feels season. like this was all the oh, other seasons oh, before last okay. season not even last okay. season this is yeah and we're now in a situation where it's like 
I'm not seeing you guys come out with your wins that have left me kind of saying that was a world record. Like, that mm-hmm. was astonishing to watch. It's just so obvious. And it's even worse when you listen to the commentators and we have 57 laps. I mean, we have 57 seven laps all to go and we're 50, 50 laps in and they're like, well, thanks for joining us, guys. What a great weekend it's been here at Miami. And it's like, back in the day, we'd still have people fighting with three laps to go. But so it yeah. was like that with, with, the, with the, the Mercedes domination. I like would, it wasn't, I, I I was would say the impression it was just... 2014 to 16, 2014 to 16, 2014 especially, when the new regs came, it was very Mercedes. Mercedes had the best engine by far. I think people look at, if you go and watch the 2014 uh, Bahrain Grand Prix, the Battle of the Silver Arrows, um, there was a safety car restart. And I think Mercedes pulled like two seconds a lap on the rest of the field like like it was it was crazy like it was 2014 i won't lie it was crazy do i think it was as bad as it is now i think the thing then i think we kind of saw mercedes full potential i don't think anyone really knows how quick this red bull car is i think there's still levels this is what i mean like yeah these people aren't even yeah they're not even putting it full throttle. And then, you know, you've got teams coming back after Imola to make changes. And it's like, mm. are they making changes as well? Because they don't actually even have to. They have, it's like turning your mic on at 3% and be <laughs> like, damn, that's loud. But you know he can go all the way to 10. Yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, like, you know, Verstappen's overtakes. I don't think we've ever seen a more. And yeah, thanks, Amari. Uh, 24 second gap pulled out in 10 laps in, in Bahrain oh 2004. So, so uh-huh. that was a big gap. And I think, you know, if we look at, I don't think we've ever seen a DRS system work so well. We were seeing Max overtake two cars at a time in Miami. You know, that DRS is, it's, they have built a rocket ship and uh-huh. uh, it's incredible. I would say what we had in 2014 to 2016 was two teammates who were relatively equal. I don't think Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez are in any way who, as close. Who was the as teammate Lewis there? Who was Lewis's teammate? At that uh, point? Nico Rosberg. So, okay. um, so I always see know, the beat Lewis in equal machinery comment. Yes, like, there you uh, go. That's okay, yeah. Yeah. the only person to beat Lewis yeah. for a title in equal machinery. They always say that. So, yeah. so he. He won in 2016, but Lewis had loads of issues. Anyway, look, long story short, mm-hmm. yes, it is as bad, but not as bad as... I think I think Red Bull, I think this one, we'll see, depending on how long this goes on for, I think we'll see how dominant they are and over different types of racetracks. But we need some other winners, like from other teams yeah. to win races. Because yeah. this, is, this is... Even in 2015, I think Ferrari won three races. I'm. I'm not looking. I'm not seeing a team that can win three races this season. Yeah. If I'm going to be it's honest, it's not even um, close. It's, no. it's not happening. It's it's not happening. And even Red Bull used to win in the occasional race every now and then. Uh, I think they used to win like uh, Monaco from like 2016 onwards. They used to have a good car in Monaco. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, Darius, uh, I guess having looked at the race and um, we'll, we'll get you, let you give your kind of stars of the day and donkeys of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Who was your star of the day from, from the, uh, from the Miami, I was say Monaco, from the Miami GP weekend? 
I mean, I think I, I feel like uh, I feel like George Russell had a good race um, to, to end up uh, P four, I believe. Um, yeah. Who else was my star? And you know, I was upset at George a few races ago with the Austin race last year. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Did he, and did I, he and I know you guys a, like, a bet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big bet. I had, uh, <laughs> yeah. I had Carlos Sands just to be on the on the podium. I had him a good opponent, but he was starting at P1 <laughs> in that race, I believe, in the first turn, literally. I'm looking down, and you know that first race at, uh, yeah, at, at yeah. that track, it's, you know, it's that, that turn, and that you just corner, see the smoke, yeah, and I'm like, corner. please, please don't let that be 55, <laughs> and it was. But, um, uh, I mean, it's, it's he has a rocket ship, but, I mean, Max, you know, coming from P19, even to know that that was the fastest car, and I expect him to be on a podium, I, I thought Checo mm. was going to pull it out. But just watching that drive and, and once again being new to the sport and just seeing just such a dominant car. Uh and I I still do. I think I, the first time I came on, I'm like, look, I know it feels like everybody hates Matt, <laughs> but I like how the guy drives. Uh not a great teammate, but uh, uh you know, kind of that killer mentality. So but see him go from nine to one and I think win the race by five seconds um against a car that you think is equal. I don't know if they're kind of turning his up and turning Chico <laughs> down a little bit. I'm not sure there, but oh, yeah. <laughs> to literally just watch that, just could you see him going by zoom and then like every time they come by you see that gap just and then I saw that it's overtake crazy. right going into turn one uh when he overtook two cars. So I mean yeah. Max probably the driver today. Uh donkey of the day. I hate donkey today. <laughs> you're Ooh, like you're so talk. lovely because like we love it we're like oh, i'm gonna shit on <laughs> someone like, uh, <laughs> i mean for, right now it's it, it, it would probably i would have to go charles and, and and charles Leclerc, and not even with the race but i mean it, he did nothing during the race but the weekend like the mistake he had um during qualifying i believe just i think made yeah. two two huge mistakes over the weekend and i remember the spaces we had i forget who said it but one of you is like, this guy, great driver, great, you know, awesome car, whatever. He just has that bozo gene. And that, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and Sands, I feel like he had a good gene. race. But the bozo gene showed through this weekend. So, Charles would probably be uh, my donkey of the, the, the weekend, probably. Also, bozo gene. On the subject of bozo gene, Charles' um, mm. last interview, he was like, oh, I think me and Sands, me and Sands have just been having a conversation we just don't think we have a good car. I said, yeah, brother, I brother, it's taking you this long. Like, you only just clocked. Like, he said, I just don't think we got a good car, you know. Fam, please, no, no, no. And Alonzo, yeah. every, I mean, his his move looks genius now going to Aston Martin, you know, him finishing, what, top four, top three pretty much every race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and him actually watching and asking about Lance. Hey, what, what position is Lance in there? That was a great move by him, him just watching the screen while he's driving. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt like that was kind of cool. But uh, I felt like overall it was, a, it, was a, it was an entertaining race, though, um, just to see the cars. Uh, McLaren has been extremely disappointed um, with yeah. their performance, you know, all year. Oh I feel like gosh. they can get donkey today every weekend, um, it seems. Yeah, Especially honestly. all those sponsors and money they have around. It, it's just, it's mind-boggling. And they have a Mercedes engine, right, M McLaren? They Same do. Engine? They do have Mercedes. Yeah, they have Mercedes okay, engine. Yeah. Um, I just don't get yeah. it with them. Yeah, please. Can we yeah. circle back on uh, McLaren, please? Because I was twitching when you were like, "We all." Darius just said, "Oh, when you're in the grid, you see a lot of drivers just walking fast." You know, Lando Norris. I thought Lando Norris fast. I haven't heard that in a while. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, God. I had to. You know I had to. You know it's I true. had to. It's true. You know it's I had true. to. It's true. So London Norris, fast. You know I had to. Wow. London, London, London. Did you just want to get that in there? Wow, there was not even any analysis on that. I just wanted to get that in there. Be- um, beautiful look, gowns. <laughs> beautiful gowns, look. Um, yeah. Beautiful gowns. McLaren were 17th and 19th, obviously, in Baku. They were 19th and 11th, so th- they've got backwards. But obviously, Lando, it's not his fault that at the first corner, he had Nick De Vries absolutely punt him off the road off the, uh, on the first corner. Mm-hmm. Um I guess uh, I've said everything I need to say about Nick DeFries, so I'm not going to say any more. But I, <laughs> we thought who was going to replace Latifi as like the the person we? that we well, we I, I, I wanted to, I wanted okay. cool. to. He's not yeah. having. I just wondered who it would be. I didn't know it was going to be him. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, Nick DeFries seems to have had a bad weekend again i guess if we were to talk about donkeys that would probably be my donkey of the day okay um but that kind of explains um and yeah apparently lando said about nick crashing into him that he's done that a bit lately so i think even if, once the once the drivers start getting at you as well then yeah. uh you know it's 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 not good for you um finally darius i know you're on a tight schedule um, for I guess for in in your eyes, mm-hmm. I guess how are you? Like, Tandy's saying she's bored of the season. Obviously, you've been to the Mangrove, <laughs> so I guess that's that's different. But there's been a lot of chat. Um, there needs there's a there's been a lot of chat about the enjoyment of this season. I guess as someone mm-hmm. who's look, I'm invested in a way that obviously I'm invested from a content point of view, but I'm also invested. I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan and obviously seeing Lewis Hamilton not at the front, is going to impact my enjoyment of it. So I'll admit my bias within that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but how have you found this season as, as a whole? Are, are you enjoying this season? Uh, are you, when you're watching races, are you, are you still entertained by it? Are you still interested by it? Or, or do you feel otherwise? Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying it, honestly. And I know I'm still new to it, but I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, obviously, uh, at least the beginning of the season, obviously the one-two battle is going to be Checo, is going to be Max. And, and much like uh, you, Tandy, coming into this race, I'm like, hey, this is, this is, this is Checo's chance, man. This is his <laughs> chance. Um, but as far as right after Red Bull, you know, Ferrari, Aston Martin, uh, Mercedes, it's like now we can see those things. I, I want to see that battle and, and see who's where every week and, you know, the upgrades are supposed to be coming. So to see how the season finishes behind Red Bull, I'm still in, invested in that and entertained by that. Um, so, yeah, I like it. And I'm always interested in, you know, how rookies perform and I see how tough it is. You know, all these guys come in with, you know, great talk and hype around them. But then once they get on this F1 grid, you really see, you know, just like any most sports, like it's just such a, uh, such a step up in competition and, and, and that, you know, that battlefield. So I'm definitely invested yeah. for a few different reasons. Once again, still new from a content standpoint, um, uh, you know, getting, trying to convince other people and companies and businesses yeah. like, hey, like it's hard. It's, it's honestly harder when like every week, like, oh, who won this week? Max again, Red Bull. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to kind of get people to come into it new. 
Uh, but mm. you know, from from all those different standpoints, I'm I'm fully invested in. I'm fully into it. And this is the the NFL football all season. So once yeah. the NFL season <laughs> stops. You know, I try to go, at least going forward, I'm trying to go full F1. You know, whatever yeah, podcast, yeah. whatever content I'm doing, whatever shows I'm going on, you know, and they send me, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. Hey, mm-hmm. can you throw an F1 question in there? I need to, you know, okay. talk about this or talk about that. So from those different standpoints, uh, I'm still fully invested and entertained, too. I'm still entertained because I am, uh, I do want to see, you know, who comes out on top, even though, you know, you kind of know going into yeah. these races you this go. year. Um, but I, I'm invested. Darius said, put some respect on his name. Stop calling him a DTS fan. He said, I'm trying. I I don't mind it. I don't mind. I saw a stat that said um, at that Wall Street Journal thing, I believe it said one Mm. and four, and I'm not sure if it was worldwide or uh, just here domestically, but one in four Formula One fans have become a fan of the sport in the last four years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be a, it'll be a DTS thing and I think it'll continue growing and they're, and they're trying to do it at other sports. You see golf is trying to do it. Tennis. Yeah. So all these different, yeah. you know, media is so powerful, um, that it, it's going to play a different role. Now kids, you know, it's kids here that never would have thought about, Oh, I want to get in a car. I want to be a, mm-hmm. a race car driver. I want to see this. And you see a guy like Lewis and everything that he's doing, you know, in the community to kind of give back and give other people, um, those different opportunities. Um, so to see uh, what they will continue to do, I think we'll keep growing. And then you, I talked, I heard them talking about how um, environmentally, you know, uh, friendly they want the sport to be as well. And the things that they're doing from that standpoint, which is always a, a talking point to get other people and other businesses invested in it. So um, I, I'm bullish. I'm bullish on the sport. Uh, obviously, here mm-hmm. I think yeah. it'll continue to grow and uh, you know continue to, to dominate uh, motorsports. We had a nice fight in NASCAR. This past weekend, though, that uh, oh no, I need to. Clip. I actually need to get into it. I need to get into NASCAR. Indi- I started getting into IndyCar a bit. Um, I feel like is NASCAR and is IndyCar like a bit more? I need a bit more violence. I need people coming out of the car NASCAR. and smacking each other. Yeah, and yeah. being like, "Don't talk to me." Like, I need that because this shit that I'm being fed at Formula One right now, this scripted like that, shit. That George Russell Max. Little beef, uh, I beef oh, yeah. punch someone. Na- NASCAR, that's a hook coming. You're getting the hook, you get great, you're getting yoked up for here. Real. It's not just name calling and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh well, yeah, whatever sugar. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. that was funny. I so I like I like a little violence off track too. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, look, I love that. Well, look, Darius, um, it's always a pleasure. Just, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get you on for a bit longer because of our own technical issues, but even no, no these. Problem. Even these 40 minutes have been absolutely they wonderful. They've been, They've been uh, a pleasure. They've uh, been the one. Thank we're you for having be... me back, man. It's been awesome. No, it's a pleasure. We're going to be in Austin and okay. Vegas. Vegas? So Vegas. We're going to be in both, yeah. Ooh. We're going to be in both. So, Definitely got to uh, connect there. Yeah, so let's let's connect in real life. And Guys, are we going to the casinos? Yeah. Put a little parlay down with Darius. Come on. I gotta I gotta get into a live show. One of your live shows. I gotta get my way in there. We're gonna try and do one in Austin. We're gonna try and do one in Austin. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna try and do one in Austin. So uh that's that's the plan. 
Okay. Uh, once we get this next live show out of the yeah. way, we'll be planning the the Austin one. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's exciting, exciting times to be an F one fan and and to be to be able to connect with someone like you and to see your journey within F one and content and you know seeing the places you're trying to take it is incredible as well. So, mm -hmm. thank you. That's Where nice. can people find you on social media? Uh, at, on Twitter and Instagram at Darius J Butler D A R I U S J B U T L E R. I'm um, on on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, tweeting. I'm IG and mm -hmm. uh, I tweet. I tweet a little more than I am on Instagram, but uh, I yeah. keep it fun. I keep it light and football, basketball, F1, and then here and there. You know, some some serious, more serious things here and there. Oh, look, you've got a great Twitter account. I love, I love what you're doing. Thank you for the support. And thank you for Always. coming on the show. Here's some cheering Absolutely. for you. Yeah. You Appreciate you guys. And, hey, thank you too, for Tandy, for coming on the show too, for coming back. Exactly. Look, <laughs> I'll come back to the show. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for having me, you guys. Like, great setup here at Quick Stop. Love everything you guys do. <laughs> no, uh, but do you know what? I think Yasha told I think Yasha told everyone that I wasn't well and I woke up yeah. on like Tuesday to like an array of messages from people from around the world telling me, Oh, get well soon. And I was Tell like, you, you know what? I appreciate that. I wasn't ill, guys. I actually had hay fever and it was really bad. I have I'm allergic to everything on this planet. So there you go. It wasn't anything serious. So, I'm allergic, uh, to, I'm allergic, I'm allergic to, to, to brokenness and bad beards, yeah. man. Yeah, all right, cool. Bad beards. Um, um, uh -huh. Right, we're going we're gonna to let you go, Davis. Thank you so much. Thank you. In a bit. Well, there you go. That was a man like Darius Butler. Uh, every time he comes on, I'm like, he has the most... American sports voice ever, right? And, do you know? And like I like a he has a broadcast voice. That's he the has word a I was looking for. Broadcast sport voice, which is mm. like, how have you gone from playing to just broadcasting so well? Yeah. Well, look, you can see he was born for it. He was absolutely he was born, for, born it. for it. Yeah. Those are the types of comments that I would like to receive about my voice. What mm. I get. Is people mm. saying that I sound like I smoke 40 packs of cigarettes a day. And yet, and yet, and yet, our bookmarks what? are full of three point <laughs> three bookmarks, four bookmarks. I see you guys. I, I bet like 10% <laughs> of those bookmarks are people who are in the Miami GP. But I digress. Were you jealous? Be honest. You know, because someone, uh, we were talking, someone made a point on the... Uh, on the on the last pod, mm. me and Mario were talking about access, and someone mm. was like, "Well done, Mario!" Asking ask Nasha if he was jealous, <laughs> um, and I was like, "You can't keep talking about comparing yourself to others and whatnot." I think it's a fair point. No one <laughs> wants to be fair, to no, like, like woe is me all the time. Yeah, so it's not even about that. It's not. It's not about that at all. I don't. I, but I guess you know what it is. I don't. After yeah. No. No, please. Oh, were you jealous? I don't think jealous is the right word. I think mm -hmm. envious. Oh, no, because envious is like you. Yeah, envious is like you want what that person has. And I think I, 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 I was. I, you know what? But we're we're off the back of our own work. We're going to uh, Austin and and Vegas, right? So, mm -hmm. you know. 
I would have loved to have been invited out there, but then also, like, why would an American company <laughs> pay to fly us from London all the way to Miami? Like, who are we? We're not, we're not that guy. I think, you mm. know, you have to want to... It makes me want to work even harder, and that's, you know, that's what makes me want to put pods out and, and make this content. It makes me want to work harder. I'm happy for everyone out there. Um... I don't like people shitting on people being invited to things. I think that's mm-hmm. that's hate. Like I'm a hater. Yeah. We hate on people all the time. Like, we, we hate. Me and Yasha we, sit we there. We cook a good we meal hate. and then we sit there and we spew hate. We, we hate. We spew. We We're big haters. But but I I think I think um I think. What I did want to ask you, I think we we didn't get because we had to rush through with Darius. But mm. do you think there's a level of misogyny, I guess, around around the chat around influencers, like because they're women? And um, they're, yeah. Well, do you think? Of do, course do, there do, is. Do there, of course <laughs> there is. Of course there is. Plain and period. Um, mm. Nobody wants to see a pretty girl at their dream race that they've been wanking off since they were six. That's just the truth. You guys used to get wet dreams off this shit, and now me, with my good contour, is being invited. I'd be mad too. I'd be mad too. Those wet dreams... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Those wet dreams. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Of course you'd be mad. I understand it. You know, you pay for now TV. You sit there in your boxes every Sunday. And me, what do I know? Do you know what I mean? I took hair and beauty in year nine. Don't know much about the sport. Got on my laptop and got invited by Lipsy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd be mad too. For generations, men will be mad, but to, to that, stay mad. Stay mad. Yes, yeah, I mad. actually am. Um, someone actually, I'm just going to say this on the pod. I was actually going to say it here. Somebody was, um, somebody was in my DMs and they mm. were like... Um, Always the start of a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't even say this. Okay, somebody was in my DMs and they were like, um, oh, how do I keep this PG? Oh, I'm going to say, Tani, how <laughs> much, like, just let me, like, I really just want to have sex with you. Jesus. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, the fuck? And they were That's like, aggressive. how much for me? There must be something I can do. This person's aggressively rich. When I say aggressively rich, uh. that person is aggressively rich. And they were like, how mm. much for me to have sex with you? Like, there's something you must want and I can give you what you want. And then they were like, close? huh? Are you close to, like, being like in Miami? No. Um... Oh. <laughs> And he was like, um, I know you want to go to one of them little races. And I when I know you want to go to one of them little races. I know you want to go to one of them little races. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's but disgusting. Also... That's... <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> Uh, he was like, I know you want to go to one of them little races. And I was like, I've got race tickets. 
I got race tickets and he was like, no, I can get you all access. But that's just it. Just men constantly thinking like, oh, she must be doing this because she wants to get race tickets or... It just... Mm. Yeah. Women will I make it to it. races, guys. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I th- and I think that's like really like beyond the disgustingness of, of, <laughs> that, of that DM. I think there's a big thing with like women always having to prove their worth within any kind of niche. It doesn't matter within anything, right? The whole mansplaining thing. But like, you know, you have women who are, who are in any profession always kind of having to prove that they deserve to be there. That proof having to come from like infinite knowledge or or experience. And it's like, bro, I didn't know what a purple sector was, but look at the people who sit on my podcast. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Mind your business. <laughs> I don't know if, if that's the example I would have chosen. But yeah, like it, it's true. <laughs> you have managed to, to wing it on it. <laughs> yeah, that's really an F1 podcast. Uh, yeah. with, 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 but I think it doesn't take away from the from your contribution towards motorsports. Yeah. So I think or your or your participation of it, and and that's mm-hmm. that's that's nothing on there. But look, let's get back to the racing. Speaking of participation, mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts on Mercedes. Um, finished. Oh God, my battery. Uh, finished in uh, fourth and sixth. Um, yeah. Lewis Hamilton uh, out qualified by George again. Uh, he yeah. Finished sixth. He finished qualified thirteenth. Finished sixth. Um, yeah. You know, great combat drive. Um, but the car is not going well. There is taught thoughts of uh, you know, this Imola upgrade, which you know, which has you know, uh, been a long touted. You know, Toto was saying about the upgrade. I think what we're trying to do with the upgrade is to create a new baseline for us to take question marks, variables out of the equation and say, this is not a problem now that we've gone to a different spec. Which doesn't sound like an upgrade, which is going to give you lap time. No, um, no. immediate lap time. Anyway, so I guess, firstly, your thoughts on Mercedes this season? Yeah, what is it giving? How are you feeling about it? Because you're bored. I'm and bored. I guess it's part of that, though. If you're being honest, mm. because your team. I'm- Losing for one of a better word, yeah, shit. Losing, like, I'm shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respectfully, like respectfully, all the respect, but we're shit. Okay, um, it's giving bozo. It's giving bum. It's giving laziness. It's giving no room for mistakes, but mistakes are still being made. It's giving. You knew this was always the outcome since we started the season. You always knew this car was shit. It's giving. Where the hell are we getting these props from? And what was all that carbon fiber chat for? Yeah. At one point, I saw a quote where Lewis was like, "I'm shaking. I don't know if the car is shaking." <laughs> That's uh, bare embarrassing. Some... It's giving the ick. Yeah, it's Mercedes giving you ick right now. It's Mercedes, like for want of a better word, is like. Oh, can I say that? Can Say I call it. the W40 Say like light skin? Like it's like a, it's like a really uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, like light skin. Like, it's like Drake, right? Yeah, like Drake, giving... you are, you know, very light skin, very giving... attractive, but you're underneath all of that 
It's giving corny. It's, it's giving not much depth. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's... I'm trying to make this as light-hearted as possible. Tandy, this is fucking bad. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's been mm-hmm. bad. We sacrificed the season in 2021 because he was like, we're building this fucking car. W13 mm-hmm. was pants. They had an opportunity to listen. And can you imagine, can you imagine, I brought Mario, no, Vincenzo, onto this podcast. And I Mm. said, (laughs) You were laughing at him. Bro, I take it all back. Vincenzo, my public apology. My public apology. Look, me and you, same with kid. We're staying in the same mattress, mate. They're outside having chowder and lamb. We're outside having scraps, bro. And I feel it now. Do you know what it was like? How you're feeling? Do you Mm. know how you're feeling? When I Mm. was, I'm, I always tell the story because life will humble you. When I was, uh, it's like 10, 12 years ago now, 2023. So this would have been 2011. Jesus Christ. Don't get into my age because I will, (laughs) I'll cut your shit off. I'll cut your shit off and I'll do this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say I'd do it without you But that's not much of a threat is it So <laughs> Great episode guys But where's Tandy <laughs> One person So <laughs> oh, No no you... <laughs> Strongly no. missed But no, no, no you were missed No you were missed um, But <laughs> But When I was uh, I was unemployed And I was on the dole the dole is yeah. welfare, I guess, for Americans. And, yeah, like um, welfare. Like he was and, on them uh, food stamps, as in the couch was outside, stamps. there was roaches running around the crib. I was the kid in the City High song uh, <laughs> being looked after. <laughs> yes, I'm awful. Yes, I am awful today. Hey, yo. <laughs> Just, just be me at the end of like Coach Carter, like Nasha made it off the dole, and he's a podcaster now. Tandy, Tandy finally made it to the GP. <laughs> oh man! So I was on welfare slash the dole. Yeah, and yeah. you have you have to queue up. So there was a check that they gave you for like uh, sixty. Uh, 65 pounds which you could get every two weeks on top of your uh your loan and uh, not your loan your, your okay. payments and um, right. to get this though you had to queue up in the post office and they would give it to everyone at the same time so you'd go at like two o'clock to the job center they'd give you the check and you'd go to the post office to cash it and i remember mm. being in this queue like judging everyone, you know, there's people there that are like benefit Britain, benefit Britain, like down and out. Um, the, you know, um, fucking there's some people there who are obviously on drugs, and uh, and I was like, how can I judge? I'm in the same queue as these men, living the mean, same life. He and is is how- without <laughs> sin, cast the first stone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't say anything. So, like, that's why when you were like getting a bit gentle, I was like, brother, it's not brother. great in this house. <laughs> like, not great in here. Like, I'm sorry. this team is bad. It's bad. It's mm. bad. And look, Lewis did great. 
Yeah. Uh, fighting up from P30. No, Let me ask George you a question. Can I ask you a dangerous George question? George did Can I ask great. You... Go on. Let me ask you a dangerous question. Okay. Let me ask you a dangerous question. Okay. Um, Lewis Hamilton is losing 4-1 to George Russell in qualifying. Uh-huh. Uh, in the same way that we clowned Mercedes, uh, not clowned, clowned George for going out uh, qualifying in Q2 in Azerbaijan, mm. uh, Baku. Lewis went out of Q2 in Miami. He's blamed the team, and I do understand that like, he didn't have enough time to like sort his tyres out, and I do get that. But is. Is George really good or is Lewis declining over one lap? Or is there nothing to read into this? And I'm asking this, let me just say this now, I'm asking this for content creation purposes. Everyone knows what I know in my heart, but for content creation purposes, Tandy, is George truly Mr. Saturday? And is Lewis's record holder of pole position in Formula One, uh, is that hampering him at the moment? Um, Lewis is a great driver. George is a great driver. Um, both in equal machinery. I wouldn't say Lewis is declining. I feel like perhaps Lewis is only used to uh, handling good cars. And so getting his brain and racking his marvellous brain around a really shit car, which has been described previously as a wheelbarrow, a Flintstone car, a tinny on wheels... Oh, hey, who, someone had the picture of you know them cars they make out of wire and uh, in, in Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Them ones, them ones. There. Please insert a picture for the Africans. I mean, for the non-Africans who don't know. Oh, one I'll of them. One. I'll find one. One of them. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so maybe that's my rationing, or. In the true words of Scissor, I cannot see. I'm blind. 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 (laughs) I can see. I'm blind. Blind. (laughs) Blind. Thank you. That was crazy. No, look. What I will say is this. Lewis had a uh-huh. great recovery drive from yeah. 13th yeah. to 6th. 100%. Let's talk That's about that. That's what was Let's also pissing me off because these men were talking about, like, we only have, like, seven laps left and then thanks for coming to the race. And then Lewis is in the back. He's actually mashing work in the back and no one wants to pay attention. So uh, yeah. that's just it, isn't it? And as I said, I... I don't like the tones when these reporters come with when they talk about Lewis, you know. bit too excited when he's on his downfall moments. I don't enjoy that. Um, but I don't want to turn around and say Lewis is in his, is in his, uh, is in his flop era. Flop mm. where? No, no, definitely no. Flop. Flop yeah. where? No, 100%. Mm. And I think for me, what I would say is, on your point of like Lewis isn't used to having 
bad cars. I'd say Lewis, I guess last year had to help develop the car and that's why there was like the stats are skewed. And I guess this season they are on equal footing. It does feel like, I feel like on Saturdays, he's not as in the zone as yeah. he is on Sundays with the car. Yeah. I think once he gets used to the car, he's Sundays able to, he's on like, do, yeah. He's much He's on like on beast mode, on yeah. And it's always yeah, so right. sad to see like his um his interviews after the races and he's just so drained and he's just trying to keep really like positive. Yeah. Yeah, sucks. But we yeah, go again. Yeah, no, it does suck. We go yeah, again. We go again. And, we go and that again. is it. That is it. We go again. Yeah. We go again. Um I mean, look, Christian Horner has said, uh, I think it was quite an interesting quote. He said, mm. I am looking for the quote from Mario. Who's there? Oh, wondering where others are at. Um, sorry, um, Mario, could you put that quote back in? Because I can't see it in there. Um, but Christian Horner essentially, Red Bull are a league ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's kind of uh, he's taking a cheap shot at uh, at the rest of the grid and essentially saying that we've had a normal winter we had a normal start to the season um, but we don't know where the other teams are uh, we don't understand why the other teams aren't I, I can't lie to you Horner that was a very strong statement to be honest because where the fuck is Here you at goes. Do you know what I mean? Period. Uh-huh. He said, uh, never had as dominant a start to a season as this. He's adamant that the progress they made over the winter break was in no means revolutionary. He labelled their start as normal and is left wondering where the others are. So, oh, uh, to that apologies, saying. apologies. I thought it was a Toto Wolf quote. You mean this is mm. a Warner quote? All right. Rub salt in my wounds. Stomp on me when I'm down. Thank you, Christian. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a little... Instigator! Oh, he just always <laughs> wants to just fucking just get him jamming, get him jamming, get him jamming. You see that You see that's what I've been. Yeah, huh. she's doing it. Oh, bang! Ah. 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 Oh my god! Oh please, please stop, stop! They're choking me, Christian. Um, like, sorry for those on the uh, audio. Uh, Tandy was punching the screen. Um, so, um, so I, I think. I would say that Christian, you know, is 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 an instigator, and 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 he is, you know, uh, he knows what he's doing when he's saying stuff like this. Christian Horner is the guy that, you know, when you're one of your friends who's got no self awareness, so like you'll be like you'll go around their house after breaking up with your your partner, and then you'll be like, oh, you know, I'm just go with my partner, and then they'll be like, oh no, that's a shame. Man, I I love my girl so much. I've got the best <laughs> girlfriend in the world. <laughs> Do we know like, someone well, like that? Do we know someone like that? Do I? You know what? Thankfully, not. I don't know. Anyone Thank like God. That. Yeah. No, I don't I, know I, anybody don't, like I, that. None of my none of my friends are like that. That was a yeah. Uh, that was uh, a... I was gonna know. Yeah, we don't have friends like that. But yeah, honestly, <laughs> no self awareness. It's almost like do you know, like when you're when you've just been told off, and then your sibling comes in and is like. You're right, mm. but they're laughing at you. Yeah, they're yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Laughing, like you just, you know, just had a little prick. belt. Just had a yeah, little man. belt, and then like, oh, you're right. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we out here eating food. 
my god. Yeah, uh, man. We're not in our flop era. Imola no. always is in an imminent time. Imola is imminent. And mm-hmm. we'll see. I think what's, you know... I'll ask you a question. Do you think Mercedes will be able to... Look, this upgrade has gone from being three-tenths to being a second to being, you know, um, to being something that's going to allow them to have a base level to work on with the car so that they know what's wrong, which kind of shows how drastically wrong they've got it. If in May 2023, after the Mm. season, after last season's car and then this season's car, yeah, you know, if you know, if they still don't know what's what's wrong with the car, then you know, it does raise alarm bells. But I guess, do you see, do you see a situation where Mercedes, I guess, before the next regulation changes in twenty twenty five, twenty six, um, do you see them being able to being able to to come back? And offer, I guess, Lewis the opportunity to to have the car that he he deserves. Um, I'm not. No, no, because you just keep talking about the car that he deserves. We're never getting the car Lewis deserves. Not this season. Okay. Maybe not even next season. I just want. Let me to ask know you that. a real question then. Okay, oh, okay. you're okay. saying. Let me okay. ask you a real question. Does Lewis ever win another eighth if he stays in Mercedes? Who I've never thought about that. You know, because. <laughs> I love this sport. I love the game. I love this game. <laughs> oh, um, oi, that is crazy. What team would you see Lewis going to where he might win without it being Mercedes? I, I, no, I think he's fucked. You want me to be mm. honest? I think I think he's fucked. I don't think he can go to Red Bull, which is he the can't. Only thing that's can't, win the he title. can't go to um. I think if he goes to Ferrari, can't go to Ferrari. Can't go to Ferrari. He has, he, he, you know, he has to. He, what he said, he wants to stay at. The the thing, my issue with Mercedes. Let me tell you this: is that Lewis is pledging his future to you. He, we all know, Lewis wants to stay at Mercedes. That's not the issue. The problem is, I don't trust these men to build another good car. Yeah, I've eradicated all trust. They yeah. honestly, I've, I've, all, as a fan, I have now absolutely forgotten about ever thinking that Mercedes will compete for a title this season. I don't uh-huh. even think it's going to happen next season. Next season. I think what yeah. might happen. Uh, I think what might happen if there's what happened in 2021 with Red Bull in that they got closer and closer to Mercedes and then maybe there was like a technical directive which meant that in 2021 they were like able to go quicker. That might happen in 2025, 2024-2025. But this season and next season, I don't think I don't think we're going to win a title. So I think we're going to have to get used to seeing Lewis at the back. But Lewis is now just using F1 as he's in his like, he's in his billionaire bag now he's he's building out the, brand, yeah. the personal brand and i yeah i don't think as much as he does want to i think titles, now it is literally just team lewis hamilton team verstappen but i did say this at the start of the year that this season isn't even about the teams anymore it's about individual drivers and how you feel about yeah. them whether they're winning or not i don't understand why people uh i don't understand why people 
Formula One's weird in that people hate us mm. for liking Hamilton and bashing Verstappen. Fam, I broke a whole friendship off because of that. I I don't know. I mean, look, I uh, oh shit, is that broken now? Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Guy's a weirdo. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I meant what I said. I meant what I said. <laughs> um. So okay. I, I I look, but I I find it weird that F one fandom. I think F1 is the weirdest sport fandom-wise. Oh, yeah. Team LH are strange people, bro. Yeah, they are strange. We are a cult, and I put myself in that. But also, it's hilarious that the Verstappen lot don't see themselves as a cult. Like, you can't say anything bad about Verstappen, and you'll have, like, like, hordes of people on your ship. You couldn't say nothing about Vettel. You remember the Vettel fans? They were scary. Vettel fans have actually migrated to become Lando Norris fans, and I think they did it too early. Kudos mm. to you, sending love. Godspeed. Mm. I, I, yeah, <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, yeah, good luck with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think, I, I just find it weird. Like, I just find, why, I think people are really sensitive, but it is like a more, unless, like Vincenzo said, unless you're a Ferrari fan, yeah. And I know, like, you know, people like Mahad and Peter on McLaren fan TV, like, they're McLaren fans. And there are people like that who support the heritage heritage teams, especially, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, Mercedes. I think Mercedes Red is Bull. even a heritage team, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, mm-hmm. McLaren. I'd say those four teams. Williams, as well, have, like, diehard Williams mm, Yeah, because people like think... the Honda engines. Mm, that's got nothing to do with Williams. Okay. gosh it's warm in here (laughs) you know you're like that Donald Trump the lights the lights are too bright (laughs) turn off the lights (laughs) Um, but they like they like Williams because the Williams are you know they used to be good in like the 80s no the 80s in the 90s and they oh a no no in the nineties they were like a big team in the nineties obviously they won a lot of titles so and they're British so you know and Frank yeah. Williams and everything but I just think that like, people need to be F one is going to the way F one is marketing the drivers is going to a stage where everyone is going to support individual drivers and everyone's going to have yeah. maybe multiple drivers that they support and that's fine and banter between people is fine like this whole thing that like, you can't criticize an f1 driver is crazy honestly also, yeah if a, if a platform criticizes an f1 driver just stay off that fucking platform. yeah just stay off it i mean on a sociological um perspective you Ooh. know sport let me pour myself a drink for this <laughs> on a sociological perspective um Sports are the perfect examples of co- where cults are made are created you find mm. a uh you find a charismatic, charismatic leader. leader. Per. I got that from you. Per. <laughs> you find a charismatic leader, Lewis Hamilton, Quick Stop F1, the other f- podcast, and you stick to them. Do you know what I mean? Whether they are taking content directly from, you know, their bookmark of saved tweet, or they've made it to Miami GP. 
we all follow a charisma, charismatic leader. I digress. Um, this is just what it is. Um, when you follow a certain being, you turn into a certain following, you turn into a family, turns from cult to then a religion. We haven't taken it as far as religion, guys. Relax, okay? Anybody's mm. out here kissing Yasha's feet, okay? It's not that deep yet, okay? Yet. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> um, quickly, Charles Leclerc. Uh, I know, actually. Like, give me your starter day. Ooh. Uh, Fernando Alonso. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I am free Fernando Alonso merch and sponsorship to get me to the next races. I'd love to come see his paddock. Purr. Nah, I just think Fernando Alonso. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, nah, I just think Fernando Alonso, um, you know, just loving it. Divorced his missus. Now it's all full Tom Brady mode. And he's just where he's at. He's happy at third, isn't he? He's happy. He in Fernando Alonso's head, he is the second fastest driver on that grid. And he's... Um, oh, let me ask you a question, actually, because mm -hmm. I put something on the Twitter mm -hmm. uh, about Charles Leclerc. I don't think Charles Leclerc can be considered the top three drivers on the grid right not now. Anymore. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. No, good, good point, because I think mm -hmm. he was at mm -hmm. one point. Yeah. And I think someone else said, if, if, uh, if it isn't... In whatever order, Hamilton, Alonso, Verstappen, then you're not watching this sport. Do you agree with that? Do you think, would you put Alonso in your top three? In the fastest drivers on the grid, currently? I'd say the, be the best drivers on the grid. Or the best the drivers. Yeah, the top three drivers. If you're going to rank from yeah. top to bottom, one, yeah. two, three. Yeah, yeah. In whatever order. I'd Hamilton, say in, in whatever order, uh, Hamilton, the Dutch guy... And the Spaniard. Yeah, he is having a lot of fun. I think someone, let me put, let me find, uh, someone put him as their star of the day in our comments. Let me, uh, Joe oh, Kingham really? put, yeah, Joe Kingham uh, said uh, star of the day, K-Mag or Alonso. Um, we'll get to K-Mag in a second because I found it hilarious how he was bullying uh, Charles Leclerc. Uh, Stefan Lloyd Bowen, uh, Stefan Bow also said that uh, he had Max K. Mag and Alonso in his uh, star. Of to the be day. fair, I was gonna, I was gonna give a little shout out to K. Mag. We saw that little maneuver. I was gonna say your guy, your guy who you, even when he got pole position, you refused to give him any form of. Uh, I feel like K Mag K Mag style of racing is stay in the DRS and buzz around like a fly, like a bee, like constantly yeah. up, down, excellent, excellent, bad, 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 good, be like you know what I'm raising. You're like, where's this fly? Oh, I got it. I think I killed it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, and then you, and then the worst bit is when he buzzes past your ear. Anyway, that is K Mag. To anyway. Me. No, no, fair play. Look, I think Charlotte Claire felt the full effects of that. Yeah, they had some great battles on track. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll see. Uh, I think see. it was good for him as well to get. We'll get. We'll get uh, for him to get a good result against Hulkenberg, who seems to be doing better than him this season. So I think that was a good result for K Mag. Uh, my star of the day. Uh, 
it was going to be Lewis, to be fair, just from 13th to 6th um, on no no safety car. You know, he had to make no that strategy Vaseline. work. Come. And was, <laughs> yeah, there was no... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No um, fucking so, <laughs> No, so he, he. What's wrong with you? So he did it. He did it all on his own without any kind of um, any help from outside um, outside sources, and I think that mm-hmm. was good. Um, I would say also star of the day. Looking at the orders, I mean, look, mm. Max did well. Whether I yeah. say it or not, Max did well, and I think that he is a champion's drive this weekend. But also, Checo was on a worse strategy, having to start. If Checo Checo couldn't start on hard tires because if he did, and then he lost places at the start, people would have said that they're sabotaging him. So I think back to your point of Max knowing that he was going to win, he knew that he was going to go very long on hard tyres and then be on soft tyres and be able to catch Checo. So I think Checo, on that, in that perspective, was always going to be fucked. If he was the tyre whisperer we all thought he was, then, you know, you still started him first and your teammate was in ninth. So thing is, he's too concerned with how... the tires. He's too concerned with the tires while people are making real strategies. That's the problem. Yeah, I think someone said, um, uh, someone said that uh, some, something about. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mo uh, at Mo Pink asks: Is Perez gonna make this season bearable? Or is it over? Do you think that Perez has got what it takes to take the fight to Max Verstappen? I, well, I feel I feel bad in saying that the last race before Imola is always quite telling of where the season's going, and that's why there was a whole narrative that um, Checo Perez has it either to win or make or break this race, like this weekend. Um, I'd hope that maybe after um, the small break that he does just come back and grasps it by the balls and stops concerning himself with the strategy but also questions Christian as soon as he gets in that car and says is it the same plan that we discussed two seconds ago because I know you'll switch it up for Max um but also kind of stop taking it as team I think I don't want to see him play teamwork in this I think this is definitely one for all I just wish sometimes he just uh, have that one bit of drive that just if you are all equally in equal machinery as they have said Checo, just put the pedal to the medal, brother. It's what you deserve. Sorry, sorry, pedal to the what? To the medal. To the the metal. To the metal. Stop that. (laughs) Stop that. I know what you're doing. Stop that. Right? He did this to me. He's going to do He got at me about the Irish courage thing. That was off camera. That wasn't even... No one knows about that. And you... Guys, I have to explain it now. I have no, to explain it. After you. So let me explain it. So, guys, um, is the saying Irish courage or Dutch courage? Because I think Dutch courage refers to one thing and Irish courage refers to another. So Nyasha said it's not Irish courage, you bozo. But I think there is a point where you do say Irish courage, but I don't need... I will. I will... Yeah, anyway. 
<laughs> as you were. And we're referring to the the idea. And I feel like this mm-hmm. is a bit of an English phrase. I don't know if they have it in America, but it's an English phrase which refers to the fact that when you drink, you get more confident, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and, so and when you have is, Irish uh, courage, Dutch it's courage. when you drink. When you have Irish courage, you drink whiskey. When you have Dutch courage, maybe it's beer. That's not what you're implying, but that's fine. Um, um, liquid mm. courage is America. There you go. Um, there you go. But it's Dutch courage. But... We've just got the confirmation from the production team. Um, anyway. Look, um, <laughs> I can't remember what we're talking about now. What are we talking about? Um, oh, Checo. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially, yeah, Dutch courage taken from the better known Dutch. Yeah, Dutch courage comes from a British. All right, bye. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Back to the Checo. Formula One podcast. So, uh, so Checo, yeah, Checo. I don't think uh, this was the race. Every time he wins, Max has been impeded in some way. Yeah. I don't think he's beaten Max on like if they've been first and second on the grid. I'm trying to think. Maybe oh, was that, did that happen in Baku? Maybe. Um, but they, they, they feel it feels like oh yeah, and Max was impeded by the safety car in Baku, mm-hmm. and, and but he had the pace, but we we never truly knew. This was an out and out race. He was on the worst strategy, worse strategy between the two drivers, and there's some theories about whether he was given enough information on the radio. I've seen other information to refute that. To be fair, so I'm not gonna like go into that. Uh-huh. Um, he had an opportunity today to lay down a marker and. You're in clean air for fuck knows how many laps. You should have had enough pace to see off someone coming through from ninth. And I think it shows the pace deficit between the two that he wasn't able to win today's race. He wasn't Mm. able to make that strategy work, even though his teammates started the ninth. And yes, he passed people quite easily, but your teammates should not have been able to catch you from ninth place with no safety car. That's yeah. crazy. I'm sorry. That is poor. I almost want to put him in my donkey of the day for that, but I won't. Donkey of the day. Um. Okay, sorry, two seconds. I will answer this. Mario, how does one strategy take you from ninth to first, but the other strategy doesn't take you from first to first? So what I will say is, starting Wait, sorry. on... Ho- sorry, Could how you read that question? Strategy- yeah. Yeah. How does one strategy take you from ninth to first, but another strategy doesn't take you from first to first? So I guess what I will say is this. Sergio Perez had to start on medium tyres because if he'd started on hard tyres, he might have been jumped by Alonso and Sainz at the start and then he might have found it harder to get past and then it would have fucked up his race and then Max would have been able to catch him anyway right he had to start on medium tires to make sure that he got the best possible start and he could control the pace the problem was the medium tires were rubbish and he couldn't push on them for a long period of time so by the time that he came in uh i think uh by the time he came in uh max and him were actually like quite close um also, whatever. By the time Max came in for his pit stops, they were only like a second apart because Max was able to push for ages on his hard tyres for 45 laps for ages. And that means that the issue here is the tyre compounds from Pirelli and Tandy, you've done tyre chat, so you, you know where I'm coming from. <laughs> the tyre chat, um, the, 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 the hard compound tyre was way too 
easy for Verstappen to push for ages and ages and ages and ages. And that's why he was able to essentially go full pace for 45 laps and have better pace than Perez, who's having to manage his tyres on the mediums for like 20-something laps. Um, and that's why Verstappen was able to pass him. Checo was on a hiding to nothing. I will say that. So which is why I haven't given him donkey of the day. But it doesn't look great, nevertheless. Um, my star of the day, Lewis Hamilton, great shot of all time. Doing the best in an absolute shit box. I don't care. Yes, we're biased. I don't care. I don't care. I'm tired of caring. Honestly, I'm tired of caring. Thirteenth to sixth. He's provided. He gave us most of the gave us most of the overtakes last race. He's given us even more overtakes this race. He's doing it in a fucking shit box of a car. I love Lewis Howard. Okay, stop shouting. Never. Someone said that on the TikTok. I said the same thing to them. Never. Powered by. Oh, powered. No, 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 no. Wrong one. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. I need to get one of those. Uh, Donkey of the day. Uh, Nick DeFries. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Nick DeFries. I don't know what. I don't know what more. Just finding his bearings, isn't he? He's just finding his bearings. He's finding his parents. He needs to hurry like the fuck up, though. It's very... I feel like he's he's getting... More, I feel like when we get to Chris, I think everyone's like, well, he's just starting. He's a rookie. Like, yeah, no one was saying this about yeah. Magic. No, no one was no saying, one saying this about Yuki. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, people need to, like... I'm mm-hmm. sorry. The standard of driving is bad. Yeah. Let's, let's not also, fuck around. And also, what was with all the Alfa Romeos in the pits sorry, during Alpha 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 Romeo, sorry, I'm just gonna because you I, I keep forgetting to to correct you on that for like three years. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you see that you see the prick I work with. You see the prick this <laughs> No, but you know what it is, yeah? Not me. I like at- that. I like it. I like it because I think that we all learn stuff and no one yeah. it's not about it's not about fucking knowing everything. I think that's what people assume about F1. It's mm-hmm. like you have to know yeah. everything. It's like it doesn't take away from your thoughts that you pronounce you it's the right word, just the yeah, wrong pronunciation. Yeah, don't use me for your Sorry. example, please. Don't use me yeah. for your example. Someone's just gonna take this fucking podcast and be like Women in F1 <laughs> Don't use me for your example, you prick. Now fuck this guy, you guys. Fuck him. What do you mean? Anyway. What do you mean? Let, let me Uh yeah, so A4. what was with all the alpha A A Rs? What was with all the ARs? <laughs> um <laughs> In the pits this weekend, everyone just kept complaining that, oh, I've just nearly bumped into an AR. Oh, my God. There's an AR just coming out of nowhere. Do they have any... Um, do they have manners? I feel like we need to talk about pit, pit etiquette. And I don't think they have it. Pit etiquette, no. They are... Alfa um, mm. Romeo, yeah. It's a weird one. They're the ones... It's funny hearing Darius saying he was with Alfa Romeo because... Um, mm. That's where a lot of the influences were as well. So I think they oh, must have... No, that Darius they make... is, Yeah, that's where... Da- that's, you just that's called Darius an of... influencer. No, I'm saying not that Darius is an influencer at all. No, but the thing is, like, I think once you get into that realm of... he His job isn't an influencer. 
But he is a personality, I guess. And I think they had a lot of personalities in the garage. Let's yeah. say that. But no, a lot of the beauty guys were in Alfa Romeo. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's loads of pictures of them in the garage. And there's there's one person that we follow. follow oh, I can't remember her name now. She's like a beauty uh, and, and fashion uh, journalist. And she was in the Alfa Romeo garage as well. So, um, yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's okay. It's okay, man. Um, uh, but yeah, no, Alfa Romeo, not great. Look, Bottas finishing in 13th, I want to say. Yeah, and Joe mm. in 16th. That car doesn't look great. Um, and um, I think they're quite comfortably in the in the slowest three cars on the grid, um, which uh, could include McLaren, to be fair. Um my donkey. Sorry, was your donkey of the day out for a minute? Yeah. And yeah, Nick DeFries. And, and Nick DeFries, sorry, yeah. I think it's hard to argue against that. Um, throw, let's see, some of the... Throw signs in there as well. <laughs> what was, was I talking about signs last week? I think I was, yeah. I was like, oh, I really wish you were there for Baku. Because signs had like... And absolutely hot. Did you listen to that pod? You did, didn't you? Yeah, of course so I, I do. I like, listen to all the pods. Uh, 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 so I was like... <laughs> 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 um, but uh, no, yeah, you know, he had an all-time bad race last last uh, uh, t- last week. And uh, he... Um, yeah, this week. I mean, like, he uh. did what he had to do. He, he was getting bullied up and down that grid by fucking George Russell uh, this weekend. Um Mercedes are faster than Ferrari in a in race pace. Um, it's just qualifying. We don't seem to be able to have it, but you know they've always been quite quick in one lap. You know, even as yeah. quick as Red Bull in some instances. So I don't think that's any mean feat. But their drop off between race pace and and qualifying is big. And I think Carlos Sainz struggles with that because he's not a great qualifier. And then in the race, he's not great in the race either. So it's. Um, no great, no great. Average, average, average. Um, my donkey of the day is Logan Sargent had a very bad weekend. Um, but you know I, I don't really expect that much from him. So my donkey, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go with. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm going to go with the driver introduction thing. <laughs> the NL Cool J segment. I'm not going to lie. Were you cringing? Before they had Michael Buffer doing it, yeah? That was boxing fucking... It was epic. No, but I love NL is... Cool J. What does he what know about... What the fuck about does he know about cars? <laughs> I love the LL Cool J song. What the fuck does he know about cars? I I, I saw LL Cool I J. Just there. I just feel like they roll out their annual big <laughs> black man every year to do something on the grid. It was Shaq last time. LL Cool J. I think next year it's gonna be Shiggy <laughs> or freaking Drewski. That's who they're gonna roll out. They do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shaggy would be uh, <laughs> would be incredible. <laughs> um, uh, I um, so that was Mario. He said that. <laughs> I'm not just thinking of Shaggy. Although 
Tandy, you are my yeah. angel, my darling angel. Um, so I think, yeah, I just think, I think someone else said it. Uh, I think Stephanie fastest, uh, fast pit stop. It's quite close to our name. I've never noticed that actually. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, Stephanie, uh, can I look but, at your bookmarks, please? <laughs> um, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, no. She also had uh, the driver introduction as uh, as uh, her, her donkey of the day, and I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think it was a good idea. I think there's a oh, what's the name? I think Kiki Palmer and. The stylist who's with Lewis with the long hair. Oh uh, my! Law, 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 yeah. And and then uh, they they have a, they're Roach. having an argument. And she's like, and then she's like, um, right example, wrong scenario. And that is what that felt like. As in, that was the right idea, wrong execution. I think they introduced Esteban Ocon as Gasly's childhood friend, and it's like. But I respect my man. <laughs> like, is it, like, do you know what I mean, like he, like, yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah. I love how you're spewing felt, this because you got you got shy when Darius was there, in it. You got shy, but you wanted to go in on these people. I don't want to. I don't. You know what? Because uh, we can go in on it. I don't want to fuck up his bag. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. That's nice. Do you know what I mean? res- yeah, you see, respectfully, <sighs> this podcast we're a bag. family. You know, like, do you know what I mean? we spread love. Yeah, we spread love. But, fuck um, up our bag yeah. instead. <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Boy. So, um, did you have you heard the Will I Am Lil Wayne? So, actual, uh, actual thing that came to my DMs two weeks before its release. Because, mm. uh, you know, I'm a music journalist and yeah, I was actually course. trying to set us up a little something, something. Flopped because Will mm. I Am's doing uh, Tour de Formula One. So, but yeah, that song is a two pack of ass. Uh, they could have kept that shit. And anybody want to listen to hear that bullshit, man? It's like you you got like you got like a little Wayne verse and you're hearing (laughs) Well I am you will be tried for your crimes. I'm so sorry. What the fuck, fam? I saw the I I only saw it today. Because I missed uh, quite a long part of the of the build up, and apparently he didn't all bring the action. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so fucking. And bad. that's another thing, though. You were saying that everyone was just gonna bring like a fucking. Join, come and shuck and jive for us. Come and fucking join. Shuck and jive. Oh, shuck and jive. What the hell is that? Why would that make me want to watch F1? That just makes yeah. me feel like... Oh, my God. It's just so corny. Everything's corny. Vegas, corny. Miami, corny. <laughs> corny. Cool J, corny. Corny. Everything. Corny. 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 Yeah. I'm sick and tired of this shit, bro. This sport. Please. Please. Plain. Another club. Another club. Corny, corny, another club, another club. Sick of tired of sport. Okay, um, I think that's okay. it. I think we've... Let's round it off. Let's round it off. Woosa. Um, uh, what's um, going on this weekend, Yash? Man, <laughs> fuck me. We're doing our third live show. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, we're doing our third live show. Uh, it's at Broadgate Everyman Cinema. Uh, Liverpool we're Street. We're going to be showing in Liverpool Street slash Moorgate. Um, Moorgate. We're going to be screening. Sorry. It's our live show. We're going to be screaming. Uh, Brazil 21 on a fucking big ass screen. We're going to be uh, free popcorn on entry, free drink. Uh, pit stop, pit stop, quick stop family there. Pick up pit stop, Franca. Definitely not pick up, uh, not pick up the other pit stop guys. Those guys are nuisance. Um, and um, yeah, that's this Sunday. And uh, uh, starts at one o'clock. Come down. Um, there's still some tickets left, but I'm just really excited to see everyone. I feel like um, it's just going to be link. incredible. To s- the link is it, in the, the bio. The link's in the bio as always. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's just yeah, it's just going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun to to see mm-hmm. everyone. And yeah, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am, guys. Make sure you uh, last-minute tickets are available. Um, it is this Saturday, so starting Sunday. from one uh, Sunday. Sorry, <laughs> um, this Sunday, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, tickets are available in the bio. There's still some limited but available seats. It will be worth it. We will have fun. Uh, yeah, bring tell a friend. Tell like- a friend. Telephone, telephone, and also like you know, like this is like we've you know we've partnered with a cinema group. These, this is like the most luxurious cinema mm-hmm. that you could ever go to. You're literally going to be sat on a sofa. Essentially, all the seats are sofas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to bring you your popcorn to your table. They're going to bring you your drink to your table. Food. You order food as well. Um, we're going to be watching Brazil. Like all our other live shows have been us watching a fucking live race honest to god thank fuck this is not a live race and we know the excitement it's going to bring and i think for us to be able to have all of those feelings of watching brazil 21 again as a family is going to be incredible and i'm really fucking excited by the prospect of of seeing all of you there um you know and just for us to be able to enjoy each other's company and i think that's like i think that's a really cool thing and no matter who you support guys look we have a rep i get the rep we haven't done much to dilute it but ask you know we've had like i said we've had uh, Red Bull fans come, McLaren fans come, Ferrari fans come. This is a unique event in F1. No one's doing this. No one's setting up live events where you get to watch races with other F1 fans and enjoy each other's company and meet people who have like-minded interests just like yourself. You know, this isn't... This is a very cool... I won't say cool, but it's just like a really, I think, landmark event in F1 history in terms of content creators and independent events and i think that you don't want to be that person who's like doubting it and then you're looking at it from your phone like oh, like fuck. raw like yo tandy looked great i'll be honest you I'll, be, mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest i don't plan on being in this country next year so <laughs> your opportunity to do this yeah actually is, this is it's, true it's yeah. like like there's yeah. not many more opportunities for us to do this i'm not gonna lie to you so um uh, not that I'm guilt tripping you guys into coming or anything, but I just think I think that this is going to be an incredible event, and I 
I can't wait. My favourite part of it is meeting all of you guys and spending time with you. And and yeah, I, I really hope to, to see you all there. Yeah. Handy, handy. Sounds good. Uh, I'm around this podcast up, which has been <laughs> extra lengthy. Um, it's always good to be back on home space. You know, I've loved every guest that's taken my place. Shout out Tommy. Shout out Tommy's new baby. Shout out everyone. <laughs> Why did you do that? That's not nice. I'm sorry. No, that's Why bad. did you that's do bad. that? That's, that's just know. not I'm on. Mood. I'm in that. Mood. He's mean a prick, you guys. Yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. That, that was too far. I that was that was mean. That but was yeah, something. like shout what do you out think again. of Mario? What do you think of Mario's performances? Do you know what? Mario always holds it down. Mario's a mini me for real. Like, honestly, every time Mario jumps on this pod, I'm like, who else but Mario? Do you know what I mean? Who else? There you go. Do you know? We love you, Mario. And the reason I did an extra long long podcast is because, Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I missed you. Exactly. Like, honestly, also, shout out all the women that were on. Shout out all the women. We had Tasha. Uh, we had Tasha. We yeah, had Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth was cool. I really liked that episode. Tasha has the best nice knowledge. Episode. Do you know what I mean? Tasha's great. So, yeah. Our, uh, our quick stop Nepo baby. <laughs> He's um, our quick stop Nepo baby. Tasha. Well, because obviously, obviously Tasha and Chris and, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a Nepo. Yeah, she's for real, <laughs> Tasha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tasha. Yeah, Good. that's Did hilarious. That's Nepo, baby. <laughs> Daddy's company. I see you. Like, <laughs> I love that. Uh, but no, uh, mm-hmm. no, but guys, uh, no, it's been really good to have you back on, Tanya. I've really enjoyed yeah, having you back on, and I hope. Oh, um, thank you so everyone, much. Thank you so much. I miss much. you so much, man. And I, you know, in case oh. anyone was wondering, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the way the calendar went, and mm. <laughs> it just looked like you weren't ever. Yeah, um, yeah. People just, were like, just, I think. Yeah. Like, have you left Quick Stop, boy? Something. No. no, come on. We don't leave. No, that's, no. that's never gonna happen. Um, I just and yeah, <laughs> yeah, after you. He said that's never gonna happen. <laughs> he said, "Welcome to death row, bitch." Anyway, even if she wanted to, she couldn't. So, um, yeah, she said he was gonna get a matching tattoo with me. He still hasn't got it, but oh well. We were very drunk when we We're decided do to do Austin. this. We're doing an Austin. Oh my god! And Elizabeth said there's a tattoo place in Austin, so that's is it? Yeah, come yeah. me, you, Elizabeth, and there you go, and Darius. Um, if you've made it this far, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you give this video. <laughs> God. Make sure you give this video a like and subscribe if if you're watching if you're, if you're listening on Spotify, give us a five star review. If you're on Apple, make sure to give us a review on there. Yeah. We're on four fifty. I want to get to five hundred Spotify reviews, yeah. guys. If you listen to us on Spotify, let's get it to five hundred. Please, uh-huh. just if you've listened to us on Spotify, just go above above it. You'll see there little star five stars. Hello. Really good. Thank you so much. And obviously, if you want a fucking ad-free stream, then the link to the Patreon is below. Thank you to all the patrons, by the way. We appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who comments on our YouTube comments. Thank you to everyone who shared our content ever. Shout out to haters. Shout out to Tandy. 
it's so lovely having you back on the pod. Feels like home again. And, um, and thank you to everyone who listens to this. This has been uh, a lovely episode of the Quick Stop F1 podcast. But I know that's remember, right. Keep it on no the matter. black stuff. Sorry, was that premature? That was premature. Yeah, premature. Yeah, it's premature. It's premature. Okay. It's all right. No matter what life throws at you, keep it on the black stuff. There you go. Until Yay! Time, Yay! <laughs>